0: Well, the Associated ass is full of shit.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. Monday recap edition, Papa Dude. But we do have one game we got to talk about real quick. But before we do, overall thoughts uh, on the weekend from you.
0: Well, I tell you, uh, I, I thought the games went about like we expected. Yep. Um, the one that really surprised not that they won man, Buffalo made New England look awful. Yep. That was kind of a – the score was a big surprise. I thought they would win, but, boy, they looked really good. No surprise in Kansas City. That was not a surprise at all. Is Pittsburgh the worst team to ever make the playoffs?
1: I think so. Offensively, I think think they may have been the worst, yeah.
0: I think they are, too. Well, you know, everything – well, we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, uh, The Tampa Bay game, I'm still not – liking the way tampa's playing yeah you know i i just don't like the way they're playing because the eagles may have been the second worst team yeah to ever make the playoffs i mean we had two bad teams in there this year so uh the Cincinnati game was good and of course the dallas game yesterday it was a classic so uh this one tonight ought to be a good one too
1: yeah let's get into it let's let's go right into tonight's game i've got it queued up and ready we'll pull up on the screen now This is going to be a hell of a game. I totally agree. The Arizona Cardinals go on the road to take on the Los Angeles Rams tonight. These two teams have already met twice this year. They split. Uh, The Cardinals did go to Los Angeles and win earlier in the year. And then a little bit later on, Los Angeles went to Arizona and won. Uh, The Rams are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I went Arizona. I think you went Rams. So make the case for Los Angeles tonight.
0: Well – before I start, the Cardinals have them right where they want them, hmm. on the road. Yeah. You know, they're 8-1 and one on the road. Uh, I can see why you pick the Cardinals. Uh, the reason I don't like the Cardinals, they're trending in the wrong direction. And we've kind of seen this uh, so far. New England came into the playoffs having lost three out of four, and they played like it. And I'm a little worried about the Cardinals. Uh I don't like anything about the way they're playing. I just don't. I don't like the coaching staff. I just, I think since Murray lost Hopkins, he has been relatively ineffective. Mm -hmm. They're having trouble moving the ball, and they're making so many mistakes. I just don't like anything about the Cardinals going into this game. I hope I'm wrong. The only thing is, and we talked about it, I believe, on Thursday, how much pressure is Stafford going to be under tonight? Yep. And is that going to affect him? So tell me your reasoning on the uh, Cardinals.
1: Well, I like the Cardinals on the road. They, they look like a different team all year on the road. Uh, and that's been the, the weird thing about it. You also look at the Rams. They have not been great at home. Uh, nope. Not only did they, they lost to the Cardinals, You know they lost last week of the season to the 49ers in a game that meant a lot to the Rams. Um, yeah, I, I just think that the Rams are a little shaky as well. You can talk about the Cardinals kind of coming in on a downward spiral and it's not entirely uh, false, but Rams really haven't looked good the last half of the season either. You know, I think if this is a game that would have been played in week nine, we would have said, man, the winner of this might go to the Super Bowl. And now it's just kind of like, Ugh, I don't know. I don't know about either one of these teams. Right. I think it's going to be a close game. I think if I had to bet the money line, I would take the Rams, but give me plus. Well, I had up a plus four, but I'll take plus three and a half, two on the Cardinals. I think this is a field goal game one way or the other. I, I don't think either team um, is capable of really blowing each other out. It's a divisional game. Those games are usually close. So that's that's kind of all the reasons that I, I went with the Cardinals here.
0: And they're all sound reasons that I've, I've noticed uh... The experts today, they're kind of split. Yep. More picking the Cardinals, more picking the Rams. I, I'm going to throw out another one here. Now I see the line, the over-under has went down. Yep. It was 50 yesterday. Yep. And these are two teams that have played each other twice already, divisional rivals. Normally, the games are a little lower scoring mm-hmm. than what we think they're going to be because they know each other frontwards and backwards. There's no secrets between these two. Uh, So even at 48 and a half, I like the under on the over under, and I don't usually pick the over under, but I kind of like that tonight. I think it's going to be a little bit more low scoring than forty-eight and a half. 48 and a half.
1: It's interesting. I hope Jared's watching this because a lot of people, we talked about this on blinkers off at the end about the football games. And a lot of people were saying uh, this is going to go over, this is going to go over. And they, they also said it on our show, Jared agrees with you. He said, I think this game goes under tonight. And I, I really, you know, he was pretty pretty confident in that. So I think that's interesting. He also picked the Rams minus the three and a half. So you and him really think a lot alike in this game. Yeah, I mean, as far as the over-under, yeah. I, I, you know, we talked about this a few times where, where you see a line and you're like, yeah, we, we really like it one way or the other. This one's one, no matter what you play over-under, I think it's coming down to the last, you know, five minutes of the game. I think you're going to have to sweat this one out. That line looks pretty much right to me. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of trends. The big key for the, for the Cardinals and for the over cannot turn the ball over like they've been doing. They've made so many dumb mistakes over the last three or four weeks, and a lot of them have come with the turnovers, uh, missed field goals. The Cardinals can't do that tonight. They yeah. just can't or they're going to get beat. So I think
0: they're going to have to run the ball, and they've yeah. not been able to do that either. I think that's a big key. There's too much pressure being put on Murray, and he's lost his number one weapon. And you know, Lat Hopkins is a hell of a player. Did yep. not have him out there. Yeah, uh, I'm going to date myself here a little bit, but I remember when the Cowboys were rolling back uh, when uh, Aikman and Irwin and and mm-hmm. uh, can't think of their running back's name back, Smith. If- Smith. Yes. They always said the one player they could not lose was Michael Irwin. Mm -hmm. All of them said that. Yep. He was the key to the team. And when he got, if he was ever hurt, they were in trouble. I think Hopkins is kind of that guy for the Cardinals too. So I just, I don't know if Murray can beat him by himself. I just don't know.
1: It's interesting that that comment was made and you brought that up because, you know, I was watching Kansas City and Denver a couple of weeks ago and Tyreek got hurt in that game. And all of a sudden, Kansas City was having trouble making big plays. I think in the NFL, more than any more than any other, you know, level of football—high school, college, whatever—in the NFL, that elite receiver that can stretch that field is so important. You saw it last night when they get Tyreek going. The Chiefs are really, really tough. We'll get to the Chiefs in a minute, though. Uh, but yeah, I, we're on opposite ends here. I think it's going to be a really uh, good competitive game tonight. And, uh, yeah, we're excited that it's on Monday night now that it's here. <laughs> Before, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, why are you doing that? But now it's Monday night. We're excited about it. Jared is watching. He says it's scary that you guys are aligned here. So,
0: <laughs> Well, I think we are. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm going to make another bold prediction. Okay. I think the winner of this game is going to go to Green Bay and win next week.
1: Well, no, they go to Tampa. They're
0: going to Tampa. They do? Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: Oh, yes. They're going to Tampa.
0: Well, they're four. That's right. I yes, can't the 49ers 30.
1: are going to Green Bay.
0: Okay, different story. I'm not going to make that prediction.
1: <laughs> uh, Michael Myers says he needs Buffalo to win next week. I have plus 650 uh, Josh Allen to throw most yards in the playoffs. I think you'll hit that bet if they win. I think it's a big if that they do, though. All right, let's recap the games here before we move on a little bit. Uh, the Bengals did win against the Raiders 26-19. to This game went almost exactly like we said it was going to go, you know, and I bet the Raiders plus the five and a half. It just I feel like was very unlucky because the Raiders were kind of scrappy and were able to hang in there. The Cincinnati Bengals were kind of afraid to win the game. I felt like they just kind of let them hang in. And, you know, the Raiders had a great chance to tie the game there and and probably cover. It didn't. What do you think about this game?
0: Well, this is one I didn't get to see a whole lot. I got to see the last half. Uh, Sandy was in driving school, <laughs> which is a story within itself. And anyway, she was in driving school Saturday. We had a snowstorm here. So I drove her up to get And then I had to go back and pick her up at the end of that ordeal.
1: Yeah. And
0: anyway, so I didn't get to see a whole lot of this. Uh, the part I did see, I thought it was a tremendous game. Yeah. And I thought the Raiders gave a very, very good effort in this game. And we just, before we came on the air, you told me the Raiders fired their general manager, yeah. which I don't know why they would be firing anybody uh, no. with the stretch run they made. And I thought they, I thought they showed a lot of guts. And I thought the Bengals looked really good. I was impressed with what I saw of the Bengals, you know, they got ahead, yeah. uh, a lot of pressure on them. Hadn't won a playoff game in what was it? 31 years. I think something yeah. like that. That's a lot of pressure. I thought they looked really good. I thought it was a very good game. I I enjoyed what part I saw.
1: The Bengals looked really good, but they kept kicking field goals and and they kept letting them stay in the game. I feel like without the pressure and without them being the Bengals, they probably would have won by a couple of touchdowns, but they just, they just kept kicking field goals, kept kicking field goals, and they held them in the game. I agree. The Raiders were good enough to stay in it. They just weren't good enough to win It, it, (laughs) I also agree. You've got a team that you know overachieved, and then not to mention they, you know, all that happened with them yes. throughout the year. I don't think I'd be firing anybody. I think they did a good job holding them mm-hmm. together. Um, the bottom line, with it, they're just not that great of a team. They don't have a great roster. <laughs>
0: well, they don't. And they got everything out of themselves they could get.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. For what they have, that was a pretty darn good year for the Raiders, I thought. It is.
0: I, I, I thought they played really well. Uh, I thought they were uh, looked well coached. I thought they really put up a great effort. And I was impressed with Cincinnati. I think they got a shot. You yeah. know, I think this is a pretty good team.
1: Yeah, we'll see. They're going to have to. Have to go on the road, play a tougher team. Uh, we'll talk about those in a second, but uh, I, I agree with Mark. Sometimes the hardest win is that first one. And yeah, when you haven't won in 31 years in a playoffs, hey. that's a big monkey to get out the back. So they did. I think they'll play a lot uh, looser, a lot more relaxed uh, next week at Tennessee. All right, let's move on. We don't have to talk about this one much. This was just a blowout from the very start. It was freezing cold. It was so fun to be watching this game (laughs) indoors, Uh, freezing cold, and usually that means it's going to be a low-scoring game. The Bills laughed, 47-17, total domination. I mean, I turned this thing off at half. It was that bad.
0: Oh, I did, too. Uh, Sandy and I had gotten home and got the popcorn out, the blankets, and (laughs) we're ready to watch this, and... At halftime, I said, "God, let's find something else. This is horrible," yeah. and it, it really was a total domination. Um, the Bills looked really, really good. Uh, but again, not a big surprise to me. The Patriots stumbled into the playoffs. You don't want to stumble in like they did, yeah, and well. uh, I don't know what exactly happened to them. But you know, their defense had played so well all year long and stumbled down the stretch. So yeah. uh, uh, Buffalo looks really good. Allen really is playing well, but didn't have any pressure on him either. You know, yeah, he this, did whatever he wanted.
1: This was the start of, of four. I, I texted Sharon. I said, these are the four easiest playoff football caches ever. Yes. I, I just couldn't believe it. Every game, it's like, okay, I've got the Bills minus four. Well, they're up 27 to nothing for you. Yeah. Okay, and you have to sweat it. No, I I, I had, the, had the Tampa, you know, minus eight and a half. Well, they're up 17 to nothing for you. I, I mean, it was crazy how it worked out. Yeah, they just dominated them. And, and the Patriots, I don't know what happened to their defense. Like, I don't they either. scored 17 points. Yeah, okay. That's about what I figured. But down the stretch, they couldn't stop anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. No. I don't know what happened. So, I don't either. It's a mystery.
1: Yeah, it definitely is a mystery. Uh, yeah, and Jared said, considering everything the Ra- Raiders went through, even making the playoffs, was a pretty good uh, achievement. So, yeah, it was.
0: I would say most people would not have picked them to make the playoffs. Yeah. I and mean, that's before they went through all the stuff they went through.
1: And Isaac seems unimpressed by the Bills. He said he thinks the Chiefs will beat the Bills this Sunday night. So, uh, boy, that may be the game of the year, honestly. I I think the winners going to the Super Bowl may even win it. Uh, Although, although that's not – we'll see what happens to the NFC. There's some good teams over there. So, um, Mark says, I love Allen, but I think people are overreacting off one game, New England uh, at home. Now, Casey on the road, that will be tough. I agree with Mark because I've watched him play New England twice, and they never made him punt, right, Right. those last two times they played him. But then I watched him play the Jets, and they kind of stopped him. So we'll see what happens on that. I'm kind of with you. I think he's really good, but this is the test coming up. Uh, Russ has a good question. Is the seventh seed needed? This year it didn't look like it. What do you think? Do we need the seventh seed?
0: I don't think so. I don't think it provided us good football to you. No, Mm-mm. and these teams wore back. Let's face it, guys. If you're making the playoffs and you're nine and eight, yeah, you suck. You're not any good. Yeah, you know, nine and eight get you get your ass fired anywhere in college, just about. Right. Yeah. So you know, it's a, that's a good good point. I don't think it's needed either.
1: I looked back because we did it last year as well. The Colts and Bills last year was a that was a great game. Came down to the wire, so that was definitely you could say. Well, the Colts deserve to be in the other three seven seeds have not been good. So, right. uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I, I think it's always yeah. good though to get those extra teams in the playoffs. Give you it yeah. makes the last couple weeks of the season a little more exciting.
0: But to to be fair, the Colts blew it, and they were better than the Steelers. Yeah think they would have played Kansas City a little better than the yeah. Steelers did. I don't I think they was still lost. Uh, That's true.
1: This the Steelers were legit really off. Like Jared sense. said, both two seeds lost the bye but essentially had a bye.
0: <laughs> That's it's true. true. And the uh, other, thing, other thing too, Jared and everybody else, Kansas City should have been number 1. They were the best team. Really what I thought
1: you had last night. Well, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it because we got two more games here. Tampa Bay dominates the Eagles. Uh, They're up 31 to nothing. The Eagles score points late. Um, I was with you once the game kind of got settled down. The Eagles played with them pretty pretty nicely. I thought there were a lot of open guys and Hurts just kind of missed them a little bit. Didn't have the greatest game. I was not overly impressed with Tampa. What about you?
0: No, I'm not. I think they're struggling a little bit. Now, you got to understand they got injuries everywhere. They are not healthy. Yeah. Uh, Both their top two running backs are out. Uh, Godwin is a huge loss to uh, Brady. So, I mean, and I don't think they're going to, Fournette may be back uh, next week. Yeah. But they're missing some key parts. And, uh, the Eagles just don't, they could they stop the Eagles running game. And if you do that, you know, they're done. Yeah. Uh, and everybody knew it. And Tampa's pretty good against the run, but they're still Tampa and it's still Brady. So they're a force. But no, I don't think they're playing just real well. And I think they'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, I, I do too. And I think the winner of tonight's game will be who I take as long as they're, you know, three and a half point underdogs next week. You know, I, yep. I just think it'll be a close game. One way or the other. So,
0: I want to ask you something else. Did you see? (laughs) Did you see uh, Bruce Arians? uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Hit that that guy in the head. Yep. Was that not hilarious? (laughs) Yes. Was that one of the
1: Tampa guys was getting ready to get a penalty, or at least Bruce Arians thought he was going to, and he was getting ready to get in and mouth and maybe take a swing at somebody, and Bruce Arians ran out on the field and nailed him right in the (laughs) helmet.
0: I'll Instead tell you, yeah, there is no BS with that guy. He no, I don't, a I, son I, of
1: <laughs> I don't think he's very well liked by those guys, but I do think nope. they play for him. So, yeah. um, yeah. I saw him
0: waddling off the field there trying to find uh the Eagles coach after the game. I tell you, I don't know how he gets around.
1: Yeah, he he's
0: was. not in good health at all.
1: Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he retires after this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah be hard to leave Tom Brady though, uh, but uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was it was pretty crazy to watch him do that. I died no. laughing. <laughs> oh, I did too. It almost was one of those things. It's like, did I see that right? That was. Yeah, that's here, what Sandy
0: said it? too. He said, "Did so he just kidding? I said, "Yeah, I'll probably get his ass sued on Monday." So, <laughs> uh, Mark says, "Toughest coach
1: with a fanny pack." Ever. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, two to go here. Uh, The game, uh, as far as entertainment value, was definitely the 49ers and the Cowboys like we thought it would be. Uh, This is another game that, you know, it kind of went how I thought it would. Uh, I thought the Niners would just be tough and play them tough. I didn't know they could beat them, but I thought, you know, they'd be good enough to hang in the game. And they got them way behind. And, and, you know, they, they tried to give it to them. The Niners did everything they could, and the Cowboys simply would not take it. I mean, how, where do you start with this
0: one? Well, you know, we both nailed this one. We got to pat ourselves on the back. Number one, <laughs> you picked him. Yeah. And number two, I said, if you can get in Prescott's face, he'll choke. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. They got after him. It passed rush exactly what the Chiefs did to him in Kansas City. I have seen Prescott do this before, and I'm not blaming him because he didn't have a lot of time, but he didn't make any plays either. Yeah. His receivers, I didn't think Lamb had a good game at all. I thought he was in a daze the whole game. He got a costly penalty when he was just loafed out there and didn't get set. I was disappointed in him. I thought the play calling was pathetic. (laughs) Uh, And we'll get to that last one here in a minute. But uh, I got to hand it to to the 49ers. They came in and really played well. Had no fear of them uh, no. whatsoever. And I wouldn't I wouldn't bet much against them, against the Packers. If you guys can't tell, I'm not high on the Packers. Yeah. So, uh, and they haven't been all year. I just don't think the Packers have – I just don't think they're that good. But anyway, uh, they'll probably beat the Niners because I don't think the Niners have a Super Bowl quarterback, yep. even though I don't – I'm not on him as much as others, I just don't know that if he's good enough, uh, with the team he has, but they are tough and they're physical and they'll get after you and they're not gonna be afraid of them. I'll guarantee you that.
1: It, you know, the thing about the 49ers, if he, if Garoppolo will go up there and, and not make the big mistake, they'll hang mm-hmm. with him. That's been his problem this year, mm-hmm. he's made too many mistakes. He's a game manager, period. And if yeah, he can he go is. out there and not make mistakes and not hurt them. You know, he's he's all right. They can win with him. That's how the that team is built. So yeah. it's just like this game. They were running away with this thing and he threw that interception when it was 23 to 10. And it was just I mean, what yeah. are you doing? It's so bad. Um, you know, final play of the game, <laughs> 14 seconds left, no timeouts. Dallas runs a quarterback draw and the time runs out. I mean, were you just shocked when that ha- like like what, what were they thinking?
0: And all they want to do is blame the referees.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy.
0: Yeah. It's the stupidest. I mean, first of all, you have 14 penalties in the game. 14. Yeah. Yeah. And most of them are before the damn balls ever snapped. Yeah. So you can't get lined up. You don't know what the hell you're doing half the time. You can't drive the ball down the field. You can't do anything.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's all on dallas it is not the officials you can blame them all you want yeah what difference would it have made anyway i mean he still was gonna here's the thing that i don't get i i don't understand No, you kind of we were texting i don't think it made any difference to get 15 yards i really don't because still you were gonna to throw it in the end zone yeah why don't you just say t- throw two hail marys from the 40 i think you had a better chance than throwing one from the 25 I just don't get it. I don't understand the call. At all. Were, I, I think what the thought process
1: was, they're trying to get close enough where they could run like a regular play, where it wouldn't really be a true Hail Mary. You know, maybe they could just run a slant, you know, and it, over the middle or, may, you know, this or that, not just throw it deep and hope and pray. I think that's what they were thinking. The problem is, you just with 14 seconds, you can't do that running the ball. Why not try to throw it and get 5, 10 yards and then do it again? You had time.
0: Absolutely. That throw way. It, the, the draw is, yeah, just throw it and hope they get out of bounds. Yeah. It's 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 too risky to do that.
1: That's what it's all about. It's too risky. If you had 30 seconds, that's a great play call. Oh, but sure. when you have 14 seconds, Things like the ref maybe fumbling the ball around for a second or two, or maybe the center tries to give the ball to the ref and they drop it. Yeah, It brings a ton of things into the equation that, that you, that are out of your control. Yeah. Where if you just run it out for eight yards, well, you either complete it or you don't, you know, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't hate that they tried to get a little closer. I just, the play call is just. The
0: stupid. bottom line is Dallas Cowboys fans. And I kind of like Dallas. Hmm they didn't deserve to win the game.
1: Well, no. Okay. And if you want to get, talk about the refs, they took away San Francisco's first down. I mean, they, they called it a first down on the field and, and there's no way you could overturn that. And they did. I mean, give me a break. It, it, it kind of a phantom, you
0: know, penalty. I mean, let me ask you another question. How many times are we going to see these guys try to draw the other team off sides? Oh,
1: my, it's so and strange. then
0: and then waste a timeout.
1: Yeah.
0: I it's tell true. you, this to me now, I because I'm doing this now, I've watched the NFL more than I have in the last 10 years put together.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the worst coaching I have ever seen. I agree. These guys are awful.
1: They're awful.
0: I was so proud to see somebody actually punt the damn football when you should. Yeah, <laughs> and kick field goals when you're
1: supposed kick to kick ball
0: when you're supposed to kick a field goal. <laughs> These guys are insane, and sure. uh, they're doing the dumbest stuff. And. Uh, a case in point, and it didn't ended up didn't hurting, but it was 23 to 16 in the in the Cincinnati game. Mm-hmm. And uh they were on what about the nine, I think. I think it was the nine-yard line. It was fourth down and one. And so you kick a field goal, you gotta kick a field goal to make it 26-16. Yeah. Well, their little superstar coach, he's not a little worm that thinks he's God. gift to the world full of analytics. Yeah. He lines up and, and like they're going to go for it. And would it have surprised you if they didn't? If they did, it wouldn't no. have surprised me. No. Well, he tries to draw them off sides. Well, they don't fall for it. And he wastes a timeout. Mm-hmm. What if he needed that timeout? Yeah. Something to happen and he had to have that timeout. It's stupid. Just, if you're going to kick the field goal, kick it. Yeah, exactly. It's insane.
1: I know. And and when he lined up, I thought, oh, my God, what does he do and do not go for this? So
0: well, I've seen him do said, it, though.
1: No, I know. But I thought, oh, God, he's going to go for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, the the coaching is, is beyond atrocious That's awful. in this league. And we get to watch Cliff Kingsbury tonight in a, in a playoff game. So there's no telling what we'll see. You
0: know. I I think there are too many coaches in the pros. There's too many coaches on the coaching staff. Yeah, a lot I of really people on the do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's fifty of them. Yeah, there's just there's coaches everywhere.
1: Well, and if you want to get in on the Dallas side of thing, and as Mark said, I mean they had and you said it, fourteen penalties. I mean oh. that there's no better example of a terrible coach team than that. Fourteen. Yeah, you're at home pre-snap penalties at home. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just
0: the bad. bottom line is they choked. It's that simple. And they want yeah. to the form an official. Yeah. And that is bullshit.
1: Yeah,
0: it's that simple.
1: No, that's just it. They choked. They got behind 23 to seven to the 49ers. This team is not that good. I mean, come nope. on. No, nope. they choked. Period. Not when
0: you got talent all over the field like they do.
1: Yeah, that, that, no doubt. No doubt. All right. Final game. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about here. Uh, What I saved, what I was going to say earlier, and I saved it for when we talked about the Chiefs, you had one team that was the number seven seed, but probably like the 12th best team in that side of it. It It's Pittsburgh, who just somehow got in Mm -hmm. off lucky wins and and just craziness, really, and their division melting down, you know, really, you get right down to it. The Browns are shit. The Ravens are shit. And the the Pittsburgh was just there to take advantage. Right. And then you had a team in Kansas City who was clearly the number one team and just lost stupid games. I mean, this team, I I don't know how they ended up like this. When you watch this team, they're the favorites to win this. Come on. I mean, how they ended up number two is, is crazy. But anyway, they took care of business. I thought after the first quarter, this looked like the old Kansas City Chiefs.
0: I I did, too. Sandy and I were watching, and I said, have you ever noticed the Chiefs make all the other teams look like they're in slow motion? Yes. They are so fast. Yep. Their offensive players are so fast. Yep. When they're clicking, and they were clicking. And I want to make a comment, too. And I know Rosselsberger is, is done. I understand that. Pittsburgh is bad everywhere. It's (laughs) just him. That is the worst defense I've ever seen a Steelers team put on the field. Yeah. It's awful. Well, their wide receivers should play for Cleveland. Like, they cannot catch. No, no. (laughs) You know, I've said for years quarterbacks get too much credit and too much blame. Yeah. Coaches do. And, I mean, sure, he's done, no doubt. He can't move. No, I don't think he can throw it over 15 yards anymore. But it's not his fault. They somehow won nine games. I don't know how in the world they won nine games. I don't think they did. And, you know, they would have played other teams, not the Bills, not the Chiefs, but probably everybody else. They'd have played them closer. They just got a draw against a team they couldn't. There's just no way they can handle the Chiefs.
1: Honestly, pretend they went to Tennessee like they should have. Yeah. Yeah. They probably would have played it within a touchdown
0: or two. They probably would have. They probably would have. The key to
1: the game was – the key to any Pittsburgh game all year, if they play a team that can score, they're totally screwed. Oh, they're done. Because they can't score. And, you know, this team, the Chiefs, the, the second quarter for the Chiefs, was flawless football. It was, and then they get it to fourteen to seven. There's only a minute left, and I, I told Heather, I said it's twenty-one seven at the half. This is what yeah. they do. They yeah, get it is that touchdown before the half and bury you. And you're right, they make everybody look slow. And even yeah. like Kelsey, the tight end, he makes people look
0: slow. <laughs> that touchdown he scored to make it twenty-one 70 he looked like a sprinter.
1: I know he got he got it some open field. Okay, cool. The tight end's an open field. He may yeah. get ten yards, maybe after the after the catch. He just outran the defense. It was oh, he super did. impressive.
0: He did that against the Chargers three or four weeks ago too. Yes, he did.
1: Yeah,
0: he's a stud. Uh, the Chiefs and the Bills are going to be a great football game. Yep. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people, because of the way the Bills played, are going to going to pick them. They might even be the favorite. I haven't looked at the line. Have you looked yet? I haven't looked.
1: Yeah, uh, we're going to get. i was actually going to jump over to that right okay. now. Uh, and give everybody the early line. So the Chiefs and the Bills, right now the Chiefs are two and a half point favorites.
0: Okay. And that's the home field. That's yeah. all that is. That's that's right. That's, that's a home game.
1: That's basically saying on a neutral field, these teams are even. Home fields usually three,
0: three and a half points. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's gonna be a heck of a game. Uh mm-hmm. I can't bet against the Chiefs. I just can't.
1: Uh. it's, it's they, they dominated the Bills beyond belief last year in the playoffs. They beat the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. But the Chiefs beat the hell out of – or, excuse me, the Bills beat the hell out of the Chiefs in the regular season. Yeah. Both teams are better now than they were then. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the game of the year for me. I, I think it's just going to be fantastic. It should be. A, it
0: really should be. You've it got the
1: be. two young – they're not you can't really call either up and coming two young, really good quarterbacks in this league that are gonna be there for a while. It's it's got everything you would want. You know, it's 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 the game of the year. Like I said, I keep saying it. Two and a half. Uh, you know, I'll make the decision on Thursday. Right now I'm leaning Chiefs, though. I'm leaning Chiefs. Yeah, I am too. and like Mark says, and I agree with Mark, when the Chiefs play focus, they're the team to beat. You know, I've said it all year, at times. They look like they're done. And then at times it's like, yeah, there they are. They're, they're the Chiefs. They have had such an up and down, inconsistent year. But when they're right, they look just like they always have. So,
0: Well, could they now – here's the deal with a team like them. They've been in Super Bowl two years in a row. Mm-hmm. They know they're better than anybody else. I mean, these guys aren't stupid. They know they're good. Could they have sleepwalked a little bit to the yeah. regular season and now – they're going to turn it on.
1: It felt like that early for sure.
0: Oh, you know? definitely. And they were the
1: game's fine. going down the stretch. The one they lost was Cincinnati, and that was a bullshit game. They got every bad call imaginable yeah. they got in that game. I mean, that's right.
0: And Cincinnati had to win it.
1: Yeah, and it,
0: and it, it, it didn't. And that's so, just
1: kind of a throwaway game. Yeah, it is.
0: Cincinnati's pretty good. I yeah, mean,
1: they're pretty good, and you can't you can't beat them when you when you, you the Chiefs kind of did a couple of stupid things, and the refs did some terrible calls, and. Yeah they just got beat they're on the road and they just got beat but yeah after that early slump they've looked better each week uh, coming yeah. in the other two games that are set the Bengals and the titans right now the titans are three and a half point favorite this is an interesting one like i said we'll all these in depth on thursday but uh, you know first thoughts this is going to be pretty competitive I this think.
0: is a toss-up in my opinion i think the Bengals are better uh, i i haven't delved into it at all so i don't want to get into it much and i don't think you do either mm-hmm. uh is henry going to play yeah i
1: yeah, i've heard i've heard different reports okay so I, we'll I, have
0: to see right
1: now goes. i'm not i don't want to commit on yes or no yeah i know i know yeah
0: i think i mean it's it should be a good game now you got a you got a titans team is just tough as a boot
1: yeah you know
0: they're not going to crack they're used to this and then you got the up and comer with a great quarterback and weapons and you know they got a they they got a chance to score every time we get they get it so that's going to be a good one that'll be a dandy
1: be a good game i don't think either team is going to beat either the bills or the chiefs but i do think it'll be a very good game i think every game we're going to see is going to be good uh other you know this this coming week rather than this week really they weren't uh and then the other one that is set the 49ers take on the packers right now the packers a five and a half point favorite probably makes sense um yeah,
0: what do you think about the early line of that one? That's 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 about right, mm-hmm. I would think. Uh, sometimes teams don't play well after a bye. Yeah. That happens sometimes. Yep. Uh, I give the 49ers a fighting chance. I'll tell you, uh, I'll say that. I, I'm really impressed with how tough they are. Yep. You know, they've won two straight and uh, on the road against really good teams. So you got to give them a shot.
1: Yeah. We'll see how these lines kind of move too. It's kind of good to get, here's the baseline. Here's what they were Monday. And then we come back on the Thursday show. uh Oh, what did they move? Did they not blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm with you. I think, I think there could be a battle there. It's going to be hard for me to go against green Bay. We'll kind of see where that line goes when we have to make the pick. And then finally the winner of the night, will play Tampa. I'm going to guess Tampa minus three and a half based on what I'm seeing with these other games.
0: Yeah. I would say anywhere between three and a half and five, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I think they definitely will be in there. I don't think they'll be favored any more than that. And uh, they're going to have trouble with either one of those teams. That's yep. for sure.
1: Yeah. No, no question about it. All right. Let's kind of wrap up with a couple of comments. Uh, ten, uh, Mark says Tennessee, the least intimidating one seed I've ever recalled. I agree. Uh, Tannehill can't win with his arm. Scrappy team, but that is vulnerable. I agree. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think anybody thinks they're going to make it. No, uh, but. You know,
0: so they are. That sums up my thoughts exactly, Mark. They're yeah. scrappy. They're tough. They're not going to beat themselves. Yeah. yeah. So you got to beat them. That's-
1: yeah. I, Isaac says he thinks the 49ers may lose that game. It's going to be a tough one, but I think they're going to. So
0: well, yeah, they're right. I,
1: I think you're right there on that one, Isaac. All right. You didn't Let's, pick it
0: in overtime.
1: No, you did not say that was going overtime, Isaac. So listen, um, you think about it. You picked the one uh, on Thursday that you think is going in overtime and we'll let everybody know that's that's uh, your specialty Definitely. all right let's move on uh to a little bit but we'll wrap this up a little bit early we got blues hockey coming up in 23 minutes and of course the, the football game as well so dual screens for me tonight uh by the way blues hockey chris pronger's re- uh, jersey up in the rafters now uh, tonight in st louis what do you think about that
0: you don't want to know
1: i know you're not a big chris pronger fan well <laughs> you know what we'll circle back to it at the end how about so <laughs> All right. If you go to the website right now, you can go get the NBA and NCAA best bets. I want to show this article off to people. So here are the two that Papa Dude feels strongly about. He's got write-ups and, and what he's got picked. And then he'll pick the rest of the games for you with score predictions. If you want to play those, uh, he's got them picked and he'll give you the opinions, but, uh, he'll, he'll single out the ones that he feels best about and he did the same thing for the college basketball. So, just wanted to make sure. And look at that. Princeton comes through today. Princeton minus four was a winner.
0: Yeah. I went with the brains. Uh, You know, people are supposed to be pretty smart and they're pretty darn good in basketball too. That runs our record to 14 and three on uh, Sundays and Mondays. Now big Monday, I believe will be coming back next Monday. So we'll have more elite games. Yeah. than we have been having on Mondays, but that's when I get to pick some of these lesser teams and, uh, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And then also, of course, Arizona and Los Angeles. That preview is up. And, and as we just said, that's we're against each other in this game. So we'll see who is right tonight. Also, NHL, you want free picks for the NHL every day, every game. There they are. Um, new week, zero on zero, went 21 and 20 last week, 190, 194, 161 overall. So. Those are doing decent. what the that's the racing side. And uh Papa Dude's got his uh NCAA top 25 out. I said, I, I said, hey, we'll let you talk about it for a minute. I don't care about it, but I'll let you talk about it. Uh kind of update us on the top 25 here.
0: Well, you know, i uh, the last few years I've been coaching, so yeah. I've been out at night so much that I haven't got to watch college basketball like I used to, mm-hmm. and now since I'm retired. And I'm doing doing this, making these picks. I've been watching it again. And I'm telling you, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Um, my wife doesn't like it, but I am really I said basketball on all the time. Right. And uh, but I have watched some great games. Uh today was a tremendous game, Purdue and Illinois. Uh it was number four against number 19. That's my top 25. Uh-huh. And it went in a double overtime. Yeah two great teams in Purdue finally won 9688 and I got that one right so uh I'm on a roll in college right now struggling a little bit in the NBA but getting a little better but college I'm hitting them so I'm feeling great about it but uh, it's rounding into shape now football's college football's over with and and everybody's starting to turn their attention um, to basketball but the top five winners of the week, that uh, so mm-hmm. I picked down there. Roll that down. Okay, there yep. I, I can see it. There you go. Uh, Oregon. The Ducks went into UCLA and USC. What the Pac-12 does, uh, if you go on the road, you're on the road for two games. And you go like like when Oregon goes down to play UCLA, they're going to play USC two days later.
1: Yeah.
0: And when when you, USC and UCLA plays Oregon, they'll go up and play Oregon and Oregon State back-to-back. Yep. Well, it just so happened that UCLA was number three and USC was number five. So you had two top five teams on their home floor and Oregon beat both of them. Beat them on Friday, beat uh, uh, USC on Friday. And yeah, I think it was Friday and UCLA. No, it was Thursday, Sunday. Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. No, it was Thursday, Saturday. Yeah. 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 That is a tremendous uh, accomplishment. And the Ducks have been struggling a little bit. But suddenly now they have uh, become a force in the, in the Pac-12. We got Gonzaga rolling along again. Every year they get there, they just can't win the big one. They can't, mm-hmm. get that, can't get that big one. They're scoring in the hundreds almost every night. One of the best teams I've seen is Auburn in the SEC. And by the way, the SEC is really good in basketball too. They won at Alabama. Uh, which is a huge rivalry in basketball too. And then they won at Mississippi, two games on the road. And uh, I think they're up to number two now in the country.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, another team in the Big Ten, Big Ten's loaded, Wisconsin uh, is on a roll. They won four in a row, so they're winners. And then Villanova's starting to come on just like they always do. The losers of the week, what in the hell has happened to Baylor? <laughs> they were 15 and They 0 had two games at home this week. Now the Big 12 is loaded. There's not a night off in the Big 12. And lose to Texas Tech on Tuesday night. That's not a bad loss. They're in the top 25. But they got beat by Oklahoma State, which is arguably the worst team in the Big 12. And that's that's not that doesn't mean they're bad. Yeah, It just means they can't beat hardly anybody in the Big 12. And they they lost at home. So, you know, that's the big loser of the week. Yep. Uh USC is second. We already talked. They lost twice. Uh, they lost at Stanford earlier in the week. Then they beat a terrible Oregon State team, and then they lost to Oregon. So they're losers. Uh Alabama, they had a real bad week down in Alabama. <laughs> Monday night, their football team, which is all they care about, went down, and it's carried over into the basketball team as they lost uh, two games. One at home, and then they lost at Mississippi State Saturday night. Uh, Michigan State was rolling, lost at home to Northwestern. Hmm. That's a bad loss. Yeah. And then Tennessee, and it's no disgrace to lose to Kentucky, but when you're ranked in the top 25 and you lose 107 to 79, you make the loser list. So yeah. anyway, one more game to mention that I watched this week. Okay. The other day it was uh, – Friday night, I believe. Uh, There weren't very many big games on Friday night. So Davidson played Richmond.
1: Yeah, hell of a game. Yep.
0: So, and it was on. It was on CBS Sports or something. I don't know where I got it. I got 900 channels. I found it. (laughs) And I like to watch Davidson. Uh, They're old school. And so was Richmond. Uh, uh, The Davidson coach has been there, I think they said, 35 years. Mm -hmm. And if you don't keep up with college basketball davidson's in the tournament almost every year and uh that's where uh curry played yep i have never seen shooting as good as was in that game <laughs> both teams shot the lights out of it. they run patterns they run screens they're set plays like you used to see 20 years ago they're precise and uh i had davidson it was on the road it was at richmond i had him and they hit a three at the buzzer, and the <laughs> their point spread was one and a half, I think. So yeah. I got it. That's why I liked it, the game so well. But it was a pleasure watching those two teams play a great, great game. You're a
1: thousand percent accurate. It was, it was, uh, it felt like I was watching like a Division two basketball game where mm-hmm. where they still run plays and and, and it's not just one on one dribble penetration, kickouts, or just go to the rim. You know. That, right. that's what that was. Is screens and, and shooting and like I said, hit the three there at the buzzer. Well, I guess it was truly at the buzzer, but uh wasn't there like a second maybe left? Yeah, hit yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah but, they had they had a shot. Uh I think it was six yeah. seconds,
1: but it was a deep got a three. shot,
0: Richard. Yeah. And another terribly racist comment here. But when's the last time you saw five white guys on the floor? Yeah, I know they, Davidson that had five white guys <laughs> yeah i know i know it was and they could shoot the lights out of it
1: It really was like like stepping back in time and watching a basketball yes. game but it was a great game yeah it was a great game really was uh yeah so i i knew you'd be into the college basketball when it started i i had a feeling you would you would yeah really i'm back to it.
0: watching it like i used to now my wife doesn't like it but yeah <laughs> all right
1: that's uh that's your update. Uh, uh oh, hold on here. Mark's got a comment at Wyoming. It was a joy watching Air Force three man weave. Uh, yeah, this these Air Force teams were always uh, good too. Yeah. Uh, sc- uh big big screening each other down low. They used the whole shot clock. They wore it down. Yeah, that's that's I've watched them play before, uh, Mark. Right. Yeah,
0: uh, uh, Mark, what, your boys have got a big game tonight in Nevada at uh, Nevada. Wyoming's twelve and two.
1: Yeah, Wyoming. I saw that had a really has a really good record. So we'll see if they keep it up. All right, we're gonna we're gonna cut a little short here because well, we've covered about everything we're gonna cover, and and we got games coming on here real quick. But before I get going, I wanna I inform everybody, and I'm sure if you're watching this or listening, you kind of know about it. But uh, we've really ramped up our YouTube con- con- uh, content. Uh, on the racing side of things, I've got it up on the screen now. If you're watching live, we are doing a ton of uh, videos. Magic is doing a fantastic job producing these, hosting these, and then myself, Samich, and Jared, uh, kind of the uh, you know expert analyst uh, for these races. We we talk about uh, upcoming the, like the Pegasus World Cup and, and uh, you know horses coming up on the Kentucky Derby Trail, and of course race previews. Well, the reason why I'm in, uh, in, uh, talking about this now of course podcasts where you can find our shows there too but the big thing sports we're going to start doing videos uh for sports covering games uh the first ones will be the nfl games this weekend so uh the big four games coming up we'll have video breakdowns of those little four or five minute videos here's our pick here's why and uh just really nice short and easy for everybody to consume so make sure to check those out uh the the youtube uh content yeah we really, really have put a lot of focus in that. And we, I got to tell you something. We're having a ball with it. <laughs> we love getting on there. Uh, if you don't know Magic personally, you get, it, it's, it's just fun getting on there and shooting the shit with him before we actually <laughs> do the videos. By the time we do the videos, he's got me cracking up. So we're having a great time with it. I really hope you guys are enjoying it. And we got a lot more coming. And the one thing we talked about today if any horse on this Kentucky Derby trail does anything, we're going to do a video on it. We really want to cover all those horses, uh, so Papa Dude, uh, you look for look for that uh, coming up. Uh, look for Papa Dude's uh, sports videos uh, coming up in the next couple of days. So I know you're excited about that.
0: I am. I, I I'm looking forward to it. And, and the, the problem is, I'm I'm red hot right now, and I'm afraid. <laughs> When we start doing these, my streak's gonna end, but uh, uh, in in basketball, my best bets in college, I got that one today, so I'm 17 and six right now, and uh, I consider that pretty good. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's very good, that's very good. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and a lot of people saying they are checking it out. Russ noticed it, Mark, as it rewatches the shows, and yeah, if you if you miss a show or you want to rewatch a show. It's always on YouTube, uh, you know, afterwards. You don't have to watch it live. Although we love you guys to watch them live. Oh, sure. uh, you can always come back in there and watch it. So we definitely uh, think that, uh, you know, doing little quick hitters of the games will be good. And I think people will really enjoy it. So, yeah, we're going to do that. And like I said, check out the racing content as well. We're really uh, having a great time with it and really proud of it. I, I'm, I'm really impressed with Magic's work. He's, he's doing a great job with that. So, all right. Any final thoughts uh, before we uh, go watch the blues and uh, the football oh, game?
0: Well, I was going to say something, and I, I I started to write it down so I wouldn't forget it, but I have forgot it.
1: Let you know, see. I'll end with this. Isaac asked, "Do we sell merch?" We used to, Isaac, and we took it down. Um, if you want some shirts, buddy, let me know or let let Papa Dude know your size, and I will get you some Racing Dude's shirts. You don't you don't have to buy it. We'll we'll give that to you. Uh, so, so let Papa dude know, and, uh, and we can still, you he's know. probably a medium. Okay. We've got shirts, we've got hats, whatever you want. I'll, I'll get you a few of them, Isaac, and, and maybe we can get those to you. Yes, so, Just let me know. Yep. You live just down the road for both of us. So I think we can make that happen. So, all right. So that's it. Oh, hold on. Last question. Which former is one. football team wins tonight?
0: <laughs> I never thought about that. That just now dawned on me. Wow. Uh, hey mark i i uh i uh never i don't really know why but i never was a rams fan when they yeah. moved to st louis i was a huge st louis football cardinals fan huge hmm. and uh, they never were very good but i was a huge fan when they were up there when they moved to arizona you know i didn't care anymore but the rams i never liked the rams when they were in los angeles now, of course, when they won the Super Bowl in St. Louis with with Warner and Falk and those guys, I I got on the bandwagon there. But I and then when uh, Sam Bradford was up there from Oklahoma, I started watching them. Some just never got into them much, did you, Aaron?
1: No, I really didn't. I, I watched them every week. I will say that I always watched the Rams, but I never was what you would call a real passionate fan. I just never was, you know, I, I, I don't know why I never could get into, I didn't like that. They played on a, in a dome. Um, they yeah. were boring for a lot of it, but the, the greatest show on turf was so much fun, but I didn't get fired up if they won or lost. I just like to watch the Rams. It's like, Oh, the Rams are on, you know? So
0: yeah, I'm the same with you, Aaron. I didn't like the dome. No, I, I don't I, like football inside.
1: I'm not really old enough to remember the St. Louis Cardinals. No, you wouldn't be. No, I don't remember that.
0: They uh, didn't have, they played in the baseball stadium. Is I you. think
1: if the Rams would have played at Bush Stadium, they probably would have been more popular, as weird uh, as that sounds. Yeah. Um, or at least an outdoor field. But no, I, you know, when they left, I, I was sad, but it just didn't bother. I just didn't get into it. I think, I, I, I don't know. I just never, I don't know. I just never really felt like they were in St. Louis for some reason. Yeah.
0: It was a, well, I think it might have helped had they, they did change the color of the uniforms a little bit when yeah. they were there, but they still look like the Rams. And I, for some reason, never did like the Rams much when they were in LA. Yeah. And, uh, and they weren't very good. Most years they were in St. Louis. They, yeah. they really weren't.
1: No, they weren't. Other than that one run, they weren't every year. They were just kind of, meh, nah, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. it's, oh, it's, it's just weird because I will fight somebody over the blues. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, lo- I just love them. And, and, you know, I just, I just never got into Oh,
0: it. I was going to, we were going to quickly, you were, I know what it was. It was Pronger.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll circle back. Chris Pronger, uh, his jersey getting retired. It's in the Raptors now. I think they did it just a little while ago. Uh, the great, uh, defenseman for the St. Louis Blues, captain for many years, uh, you know, MVP of the, of the league, Norris winner, uh, not a Stanley Cup winner in St. Louis, but did get one Stanley Cup, uh, before he retired. So yeah. What were your thoughts on Chris Pronger?
0: Well, I'm not going to say anything too bad. I mean, he's a great player, obviously. Yeah. Um, another one of those guys that when they, when they left St. Louis, he won the cup mm-hmm. and there's so many of them. Just think of all of the great players that played in St. Louis over the years Yeah. that never won a cup in St. Louis, but went somewhere else and won one. And he was one of them. He was the best point man on the power play I think I ever saw. Not shooting the puck, controlling the puck on the power play on the point. Yeah. He was the best. He, he had clear. the longest reach I've ever seen of any player. He could keep the puck in the zone uh, better than than anyone I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and everybody saw, thought how mean he was. I never saw that much. Did, I bet maybe you did. I never thought he was that physical, but
1: he was more. I guess mean is the right word than physical. It's not like he was a bruiser, but he was kind of dirty. Like he would he he would just call off and whack you with a stick, something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, he. he <sighs> His dynamics in St. Louis were always tough. He got traded, or he, he uh, the guy they traded for him, Brendan Shanahan, was yeah. such a fan favorite. Yeah. People blame Chris Pronger for every problem the Blues ever had.
0: He got uh, a I will I will agree.
1: A lot of the years he was there, he was kind of growing up, and he even says that. He, he was mm-hmm. growing up, and he wasn't really fully who he was until the last few years, and then we went downhill as a team once he really got going. He's
0: a great player. I mean, yeah. The guy's in the
1: Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, he's won a Stanley Cup. I mean, he almost
0: won two because he almost won one in Edmonton, also. And when him and, as Mark said, when him and McInnes was on the back line, uh, that power play was lethal and Mm -hmm. they were fun, fun to watch. But if Mark's at all a longtime Blues fan, sounds like he is, just think of the great players we've had in St. Mm -hmm. Louis that couldn't win a cup. And probably um, maybe the least talented team we had won the Cup. It's not that they have superstars. I wouldn't call them the least talented. But, but, I mean, they don't have any Hall of Famers on that team probably. I mean, they got maybe a couple, maybe.
1: Maybe the fringe guys, but they just.
0: Depends on how long they play. You take a guy like O'Reilly, you know, if he plays another Eight nine years. Yeah. He's, he's maybe a Hall of Famer. Tarasenko. Tarasenko maybe, but he's going to have to uh, stay healthy. Yeah. There's nobody else. No, not. Uh,
1: Petrangelo have... could be a Hall of Famer. He's not there anymore, but
0: that's true. He probably will make it. Yes.
1: Petrangelo is the closest thing to Pronger they had.
0: After I that, forgot right? about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they've had Hull. They had Shanahan. They had Adam Oates. Yeah. Yeah. McInnes. Al McInnes. All of these guys are Hall of Famers. Yeah. Um, Gilmore. I yeah. don't think you remember him. Uh, Wayne Gretzky
1: was, was there. <laughs> Wayne
0: Gretzky. Only the Blues could screw up and not keep him there. Yeah. He wanted to play in St. Louis. What a bunch of fools to lose him.
1: Well, um, even but, like recent guy, TJ, TJ Oshie's a guy TJ that went to the cup, You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's so many. Oh, uh, 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 God. I had that's. No-
1: That's what made that – only a real true Blues fan can understand what that meant to actually win one.
0: Those of us that have been through it. It's
1: been – it's one thing if you're bad and you've never won it. But to have these type of guys and these type of players and the chances and the whole playoff streak and never really even sniffing it. Yeah. It really wore on you. And so that's why – like that, I've always – and listen. I'm a huge OU fan, huge fan of other other things. Nothing will ever top the 2009. Stanley I don't Cup. think it will
0: be either. No. Um, and I, I, I know, I know you wanted to get off here, but I, I, I heard Joe Buck make a comment after the Stanley Cup. Now Joe Buck has been in St. Louis his entire life. Yeah, he's been through several. Well, he, he Super Bowl with the Rams, and several Cardinal World Series. Yeah and he said on an interview he said the greatest sporting spectacle ever in the city of St. Louis was the blues winning the stanley cup yeah and yeah. when he said now he's a big hockey fan i've seen him at the yeah. gas they show him at the games a lot when he said that that meant a lot
1: yeah i, I just i when they went. i just broke down i just well, it was
0: uh, an incredible thing could believe it looked like they were going to blow it again
1: well, yeah, and you never – even when they made the run and as great as they were playing, you just – I was like, they'll lose. Like, I went up to game six of the Western Finals, and they had everything going their way. And my buddy and I, who's another just diehard Blues oh, fan, die hard. just were kind of like, they'll get beat. You know, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to – we're not going to celebrate. And then, like
0: – Remember, I told you not to go because you're going to jinx them.
1: Yeah, and it's like – it was over and, and people are running in the streets and hawking. And we were like, I can't believe this is happening. Like they never win a game when we come watch them and they just won the, they're going to the, I like the
0: finals. I yeah, know it was an incredible um, yeah. run. It's the hardest thing to do in sports Yeah. Uh, to win that. And I had people uh, where I worked at school that never watched a hockey game before they got into that. Yeah. Uh, especially my uh, uh, boss, uh, Phil Lewis got into that, kept telling him, my God, these guys are tough. he never had to sit and watch the hockey game. And yeah. it was really good. And um uh, yeah. I'll never forget uh, one more quick thing. Um they brought the Stanley Cup to Joplin.
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable.
0: Now you gotta understand, folks, Joplin, Missouri, there probably isn't 15 people in Joplin, Missouri that watch the yeah. hockey. It's about as far away from hockey as you're gonna get. And they brought the cup over there, and there's no, so the fans could go. Yeah. See the cup. Well, it was a given. Aaron and I were going mm-hmm. from hell or high water. We were going to be there. And we didn't really think there'd be that many, did we? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. And there were tons of people, people. there. Yeah. See the cup. And that's another thing that's so great. Yeah. They let each one of us. And there was a hundreds of people there. Oh yeah, have our time with the cup. Yeah. We've got pictures. I got pictures here in the house of some of my prized possessions. Yeah, what do we have? Like four or five minutes up there with the cup. To oh touch. yeah, they
1: let you touch it and mess around with it. Take all the pictures you wanted. Uh, they yeah. had people taking the pictures for you, so everybody that you in your yeah. group could be in it. And let awkward. each individual take a picture with it. Yeah, that's uh, it. It was just. That the, the Stanley Cup in itself is a special thing, too. It was like growing up a hockey fan. I, my, I, not, I mean, the Blues obviously was the dream, but like just seeing the Stanley Cup was, was like, awesome. Oh my God, there it is. I'll never, they pulled it out of the van, and I'm like, oh my, there it is. It was
0: incredible. And they just pulled yeah. right up there where we were standing. And they, and I know yeah. some, most of you are saying, what is wrong with these dumbasses? Yeah. Well, anyway, this is awesome stuff. It was in the trunk of a car. Yeah, he just pulled it and out, and they and and these guys got out, <laughs> yeah, and it, it carried it in, and they put it on this pedestal type thing, and then we just walked by, and they, and if you'll remember, Aaron, uh, Andy Hogan Miller, uh, yeah, my coach was had a little baby, uh, Mason was what? Let's see, he was probably nine months old, yep, and he put him inside that cup, and that's a picture of a lifetime, yeah, because Andy is a huge blues fan has yeah. been for years because he's from up there. And hit that that uh pick uh he was on the news. He was on the Joplin uh, T V news. They had a yeah. picture of him and that baby he in the
1: job I think he was on the Joplin Globe website too. There were, yeah yeah it was yeah he a picture
0: of that baby at the, just at the right in that, yeah. <laughs> Mason has no idea. <laughs> And he won't ever of course won't ever remember that. But yeah, yeah. it
1: was amazing. Yeah, oh, that, that was cool. cool. Yeah. Everybody cheered. Remember everybody's in line and they were cheering when they put him in there. Yeah,
0: uh Lindsay's on here now. Lindsay was with us that day. Uh yeah. Yeah. Really good.
1: Yeah, we went over. Uh, it was freezing cold. Yeah, we so got it was there awesome. real early, and we looked, and there wasn't hardly anybody in line yet. And I said, let's go over to the coffee shop. And we sat there a while, and we got back out there, and I was like, oh, God, there's people everywhere now.
0: So- well, I remember uh, I was going to meet you guys, and then Andy lives in Joplin. Yeah. And, and Andy and I had been texting back and forth the night before, and he didn't think there'd be hardly anybody there. And yeah. I think we are supposed to be there at 9 o'clock, I believe. Yeah, And so he texted me about, because I was planning on getting there around 8. And he texted me about 6 30 and he said, uh, I'm already in line. You better get your ass over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But anyway, it was great.
1: It was awesome. Yeah, yep. that was that, that was awesome. And and like said, all those guys and Pronger's one of them that yep. when we got him and and then they won, you know, they won the president's trophy that one year. And it's like, all right, he's gonna bring the cup, and he never did, you know. <laughs> McKinnis never did, and Hull, and all these guys, on and on. And you just kind of thought, Keith kachuk that's another guy we don't talk about. It just, you know, he never Grant won. One
0: anywhere. Grant Fuhrer.
1: Grant Fuhrer came and couldn't get it done. Doug Waite, I mean. Yeah. On and on. Adam Oates.
0: On, on and on and on. <laughs> Stuart
1: Janney. I mean. Uh,
0: Pierre Turgeon.
1: Pierre Turgeon was a great player. That, great couldn't, player. Yeah. Couldn't Marty Federico. Yeah.
0: Bernie you don't remember Bernie at all but yes old timers Bernie was about as good a player as we ever had he was a great player
1: yeah this is this would have been cool I wish I would have been in the bar in St. Charles that had to have been amazing uh and yeah the Boston fans were really gracious you know a quick story is we went over time, like I knew we would. But quick story:
0: uh, came up with a real good idea for this last segment. Call it just one more thing.
1: Yeah, just one more. I think I like just, that. Yeah. Talk about Boston fans. I went the next year. Uh, the Blues played at Boston, and I wasn't. I was going to go up. To, I was going up to watch the Patriots and the Browns with my, a couple of uh, my my family members and uh, that are Patriots fans. And we we planned a weekend in Boston, and I'd never been to Boston. And I thought oh, it'd be a good time. And uh, they live up in Plattsburgh, anyway. So they come down, and a couple of weeks before the game, I'm i noticing. I said, "Guys, the Blues are playing the Bruins Saturday night, and then the and then the Browns game was Sunday." I said, "We gotta go." So I got us tickets, and uh, I, of course I wore my Bennington jersey. You know that they were the nicest damn people to me, and I, I told the guys, I said whatever you do, ignore what is said to me tonight because it's probably not going to be good because, you know, the last time we were here, we won the Stanley Cup. So they're going to be brutal. But no, they were the nicest people. I was so shocked by that. So, you know, uh, Mark saying the two Boston uh, fans congratulate everybody. It doesn't surprise me. Everybody was really nice to me, uh, you know, that night too. So anyway. Yeah, that's right, Mark. We lost three to nothing. That's right. And uh, three and a half quarters... For three and a half quarters, okay, no. Here's what happened: OU played Kansas State, and OU was undefeated and like number two in the country. This was Jalen Hurts' year, and they got beat that Saturday afternoon. Yep. And the Blues got shut out, yep. and then the Browns got smoked, and they were shut out through three quarters. And I had Baker Mayfield jersey on, and in, in, in the at the Patriots game, and these guys behind me, we got to talking to them. And, uh, and and my cousin said, yeah, we went to the, 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 the Bruins-Blues game and his team got shut out. And now they're getting shut out here. They gave me so much shit in a friendly way. Uh, but yeah, that was one of the worst sports weekends for me. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, it was still a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah,
0: yeah. Cool, cool place,
1: Boston. Anyway, that's it. That's all we got. All
0: right. I will say that one more thing. <laughs> no, no. Oh, just one more thing. Uh, the Gloria thing. For those of you who don't know, that's a song that sure. was awesome. How they came up with that was unbelievable that year, too. I don't like Take Me Home Country Roads. They sing, that. I don't <laughs> like that. I've um, seen him lose too many times after they start singing that song.
1: It's pretty cool. Okay, I, I like, like it. it when you're there. Um, we played Gloria all the way home the night they won the uh. The- <laughs> The beat the sharks in the western conference, all, all right, right, guys. We're getting off here. Uh, yeah, Mark says, Oh, you, Cleveland, blues. <laughs> you were probably confused the Boston crowd, yeah. I was. <laughs> uh, Lindsay says, Neither does your brother, he does not like uh, make
0: minds think alike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mark says, Thank you, Papa Dude. I love that song, but hate the tradition of country roads. What's the matter with you guys? <laughs>
0: Mark, we're going to have to meet someday, buddy. <laughs> Isaac, Say says, what, Aaron, and i have come to a hockey game. Maybe.
1: Uh, Isaac, says, don't forget about the merch.
0: <laughs> Isaac, I'm old Isaac, I promise. Isaac, <laughs> send me a message with your address, and I'll get it to you.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, Sandy likes it. Yeah, you know, Mark, I thought about this. I'm going to a game with this girl right here, and Heather's going, and and I think Maddie and. The whole bunch are going, I think in April, I can't remember the date. We may have to come meet you in St. Charles, Mark, for a beer the night before or something. That sounds like a good time. All right, guys, we're going to get off here. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Another good crowd tonight. Uh, this this show continues to kind of grow in our own little niche on a horse racing site doing sports, and uh, we wouldn't have any other way. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Mark says deal, and Magic says beer.
0: <laughs> <Magic. laughs> well, okay? you woke up.
1: Magic, come on to St. Charles. I'll buy you a plane ticket if you come. How about that? Mark will. Mark will buy it for
0: you. Oh, gosh.
1: All right, we're getting off here, guys. Thanks as always. We'll be back here Thursday. Good luck to everybody playing. Let's go Blues. Let's go Cardinals. And hope everybody has a winning night. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So You Want to Bet Sports. But you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is due to bet sports. Due to bet sports, it's your favorite show. Due
0: to bet sports, where degenerates go. Due to bet sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the so Associated of ass is full of shit.